0: Sunday night again, seven PM ish, and uh, you got us. It's Lifestyles of Love with your girls, Chris and Vic. I'm Chris. I'm Vic. Tonight we talking talking about HIV awareness, um, and the awareness of HIV. That's what we're talking about. We have some special friends, and you know we talk about a lot of sex on this show, lots of sex. So figure we should talk about, you know, the effects of sex.
1: Mm-hmm. Anybody? No? Okay. So. Yeah, it's not all just fun and games. <laughs> it's not all
0: fun and games out here, guys. You know, this is a real thing protection, non protection. So, here to talk about it with us. We got some returnees. We got my sister, Anne Howard. Say hey.
1: Hey. <laughs>
0: <laughs> She's shy right now, but it'll come out.
1: Let the wine
0: kick in. Yeah. <laughs> and then we got our boy Andre Wade.
1: What's up, y'all?
0: He's back to give us, you know, the facts and et cetera. And then we have a new guest, a virgin guest. Not a virgin, virgin guest. How
1: do you know?
2: Right, you're right, you're right. right. I don't
0: know.
1: I didn't even
3: ask the question. Out there. I
0: didn't even ask the question. I'm sorry. You're right. Miss um, Renee. Hi.
3: Say what's up, Renee. Hello.
0: Thanks for coming everybody you know everybody
1: relax sip the wine you no know, it's a heavy it's a heavy topic heavy topics yeah. but light hearts
0: okay we're gonna we're gonna get into
1: it before we get into the heavy stuff though um what's going on in the world more heavy shit. Mm. so um today was like kobe and gianna's oh, memorial service right Damn it. no i'm not i can't i saw clips on the internet and that was enough for me i'm sitting there to reading. be honest yeah yeah i was like that's very all heavy of my fucking eyes like yeah that's just sad so, no, I think okay. I've, I've seen okay. enough of
0: that. Um, this past Sunday was the NAACP Image Awards. Yes. Celebrating Us.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And the movie Us, also. Um, It did?
1: Great award show. It won? It didn't win. Okay, good. It got nominated Sorry. for almost everything. Oh, no, actually, Lupita did win. Okay, well, that's fine. She Lupita did good. Won. That movie, I just, eh, wasn't as good as It the, needs
0: though. more explanation, I think.
1: Definitely. But he's got a new uh, movie coming out, I think, in April.
0: Oh, and he has a new show with Al Pacino coming out. Really, on Amazon Prime. Okay, on Friday. I don't have that. It's really good. Well, maybe. Apparently, I
1: need some nice password. Um, over also over the weekend, B. Smith. Um, she was like a lifestyle expert. We talked about her previously. Mm -hmm. Um, on our show before she passed away Mm -hmm. from um, Alzheimer's. But we talked about her because her she had been married for like twenty something years to this black man. And he started dating this white woman, but he moved her in. Do you remember this? Mm-hmm. But then he moved the girlfriend in, like into the home. So like every- sister wives. Uh, well, I guess con- sister wives would probably be more consenting, and somebody Can't with Alzheimer's huh? cannot really consent. Oh, because she had Alzheimer's. Yeah, so she didn't know what was going on. Yes, so if it- she probably thought that woman was like somebody from her like childhood. A- or a friend, a friend or a maid. right, something like that. Cook, I don't know. Yeah. Wow. So that was like a big thing when that was happening, but yeah. So people are still upset that's with disgusting. him because yeah.
2: Mm. mm.
3: Yep.
1: Mm. And then uh, <laughs> oh my <I>, sister, no, <laughs> face you never is heard just of that? stuck. <laughs> you never heard about that? It was crazy. I yeah, that was crazy. Yeah. And now that she's passed, you know, it's really like, mm. You mm. dang. Like, I mean, <laughs> that's just. Like, what, what? that's disrespectful on another right. level really of i understand you know your partner's you know transitioning to leave you know saying this earth and stuff like that and alzheimer's is no joke like that's really right. heavy on the family and your caretakers mm-hmm. but like into the home my dude mm, Right?
0: You why would you even want to live in a house with somebody with alzheimer's like would i wouldn't want to do that for
4: like a couple more
1: years
0: yeah like, like stay in
1: the closet for a little bit longer i
0: don't know disrespect
1: yeah and then um, Katherine Johnson, wow. um, the woman that uh, oh, yeah. got Hidden Figures. Hidden was, Figures. Yeah. She
0: passed Wait, away. Wait,
1: who, who, who played her? Taraji? I think it's yes. Taraji. Yeah. yeah. She was she 101. Passed she passed Amazing.
0: away. Amazing. Wow. What a life. Yeah. Right. Right. See, I can't even get mad when people pass away of ages like that.
1: No. Like, I don't think I even want to live that way. You did long. it. You did it. Because usually when people are that old, you think of them just being like debilitated right? And having, you know, dependent. So yeah. I, I don't want a life like that. But if I could live, you know... Healthy. Take care of myself, right? Well, I'm not yeah. dependent, then. Yeah. Okay. Still go to the bathroom. Right. Good luck with that. Okay. So <laughs> all
0: that. Okay, that's see, everything's just heavy. It's just a heavy. It's
2: heavy, day. man. I don't know
1: how to do. <laughs> it.
0: Is <laughs> also, guys, Mercury's in retrograde, so yes, get your true. lives together, and don't make any big decisions about like work, travel, relationships. Don't be making no big purchases right now. I would advise you. When does
1: it end? When is March out of 10th retrograde?
0: March 10th when did it start Monday oh it did a yeah. week ago mm-hmm. not too bad one week
4: ago don't okay. sign any contracts yeah don't, don't sign contracts any relationships <laughs> try not to
0: say some things you don't mean because you will you know there's a lot of insignificant banter fights between couples and things just just know that it this too shall pass and then it'll come again probably in like May or something so <laughs> whatever
1: again <laughs> it will be back soon
0: yeah so hiv awareness actually i feel like this is a part two
1: because i think we did this We did HIV uh, before yeah yeah well the reason why we're having this show is because there's an event this week yeah. that uh, the ladies will talk about um okay. so that's why we wanted to you know put some attention there yeah
0: put some attention on it um
1: tell us about this event what is it um featuring focusing on called what where where's it gonna be from? at? Yeah.
4: <laughs> so we do this every year because there is National Black HIV Awareness Day, which is February seventh. Mm. being that this is also um, Black History Month, mm-hmm. we're doing this event for both for both um, awareness days, I guess. Yeah. Um. And so this event is Black Women's Health Matters mm-hmm. because, as we know in public health, a lot of doctors and just uh, systems. Uh don't think that black women's health matters so we want Mm. to bring to the attention that black women's health does matter um and it's a community discussion around hiv and taking back our lives
0: okay so how'd you guys get involved with this is this like a passion project renee is this like a (laughs) all i've been wanting to do this forever or like you just kind of fell into it or what
3: yeah (laughs) Well, it's partly what Lisa said. It's kind of like partly fallen into it. I was mm-hmm. always interested in infectious diseases. Oh. Um, my background's in public health okay. and, and things like that. And we hosted our first Black Lives in Public Health here in Vegas. It's um, kind of an international organization. And um, the topics that we talked about, one of them was HIV. Um, so that was our first um, event that we had at the Soul of Africa. Mm-hmm. And the second one, we asked, you know, the, the attendees, what do you want to talk about? And they said HIV awareness because a lot of them didn't know about PrEP. They didn't know about, right. you know, how is the disease being transmitted? They didn't know anything about that. And they didn't know about the high HIV um, infectious disease rate right. that's been on Las Vegas. They had no clue at all. So,
0: Which, to be honest with you, is kind of shocking and scary that people are so uninformed and so ignorant about this and i don't mean ignorant in a derogatory way i mean truly ignorant in terms of like just have no idea um so that's why they're here um obviously (laughs) these people take the time to explain the things that people don't seek out themselves i guess because it most people aren't thinking about things until it affects them right Right, yeah that's true so we don't even want to talk about it hear about it unless we're going through it you know, it's just like these sad love songs. I don't want to hear that shit unless I'm sad.
1: Cuz you can't it's it's I think it's hard to relate. It's right. hard to relate when you haven't gone through something and even if you did go through it, you probably handled it differently.
0: And it's depressing, let's be honest. I'm and not trying depressing. to say it in a bad way, but it is depressing to know that something
4: But it doesn't have to your be like right. Exactly. There you, there you go. There you go. There. People are living to be their their normal age that they would have lived mm-hmm. um because of prep. Um, because of um, art therapy um so it doesn't have to be that way anymore we just still look at it from that lens Mm -hmm. and i think that's the whole point of hiv awareness is to bring information to people um so that they understand even if you did contract the disease Mm -hmm. it's not a death sentence anymore like it was in the 80s and the 90s and early 2000s even Mm -hmm. um people when i see people and we talk about you know um having hiv these people look better than me. I actually I tell know, them that right. your, that medicine must be doing something for your skin because you look amazing.
0: <laughs> yes, like um, I think it takes them back a couple years. idea she's HIV positive, right?
4: Yes, Hydea Brabant. She look good. That's what I'm Her saying. Her skin. Yeah, you're right. Her your <laughs> hair. Her nails. Okay. Now right. the disease does other things to your body. Um, but even the, the therapy, the art therapy, is even helping with that. So now they're coming out with one pill that you don't have to take twenty pills anymore. So life is oh. getting better for people living with HIV. So it's not such a scary thing. It should not be a, scary, a such a scary thing anymore. But people are still very scared to talk about it, and yeah. there's such stigma around it. And That's
0: we don't want to get too lax in
4: here. You know, we don't want
0: to promote that your life can be great. You know, no, we do
4: not want to promote
0: that with it can HIV. Like we, pr- we don't like, want promote- to promote the fact. You know, we don't. We want. We still want to promote.
1: Prevention.
4: Prevention. And, you, yeah. and yes, wearing abstinence. condoms and abstinence yes, protection, all that. teens that may be listening or, you know, adults or whatever.
1: Yeah. But, I hope ain't no teenagers listening to this show.
4: <laughs> Y'all can listen. No. Get it. Get mm. it ready. I know, like, my niece, <laughs> you
1: trying to try, No, no,
2: no. <laughs> but we off. do
4: want people to know that yeah. it's okay because I think that fear really stops a lot of people from getting into care. Mm. And not getting into care can kill you. And other people. And other people. Yeah. Yeah. What exactly. is art
1: therapy? Yeah.
4: Andre
2: let's bring you i was just about say andre
0: so wait when you came here last time andre you were the director of the center yes at that time mm-hmm. since then you've moved on but what is what is your mission now at these current times
5: uh so i am a state director for super state equality come it's on. a statewide <laughs> lgbtq civil rights organization
2: come on now and, uh,
5: we focus on passing poor equality legislation, getting poor equality candidates elected, and focusing oh. on education and uh, advocacy.
1: What does it take to become that? This is, this seems like a politician,
0: like, <laughs> position. Right. This seems like I some know, politics. Know. Andre,
4: 2024. Tell I'm telling you,
2: 2024.
0: <laughs> tell, tell your
4: background. <laughs> uh, <laughs> speak on it.
5: Come on. I appreciate that. No, <laughs> I um have been in human services for 20 years, okay. and I have a bachelor's in psychology and a master's in public administration and just been doing this work for a while and I have um probably 11 years of advocacy in the LGBTQ community um like grassroots level and um policy and practice and so just been doing it for quite a while and um when I was at the center um I oversaw programs for uh HIV so we did testing and there were groups that uh, folks ran and still do over at the center, mm-hmm. and so um, yeah, I just kind of been in this space for a little while. And actually, later on, we'll talk about some legislation and some work oh. that's being done uh, to help modernize oh. HIV to kind of destigmatize mm. some of these things that we're we're talking about.
0: So then, what what, what did you ask him about art? Oh, what oh, is art, art therapy? therapy? Art therapy.
5: You know, it's just a, a regimen of. Um, a medication that folks are on to manage their viral levels. So
1: it's like antiviral,
2: oh. right? right?
5: medication. Oh, right. And so like now if you get to, if you are living with HIV and you get tested and your levels are undetectable mm-hmm. and you wait six months and you get tested again and it's undetectable, then that's a really great thing because that means like you're not transmitting. And oh, so that okay. means that like you are taking your medication regularly. Right. You're healthy, viral suppression, um, suppression, right? Viral suppression, exactly, yeah. And so that is a key indicator because it signals that once you are managing yourself, the disease itself isn't transmittable. So you still want to practice safe sex and wear condoms and all that sort of thing, but the risk of transmission is greatly decreased. Okay. That's what folks are going for through their therapy.
1: But still important Um, to inform. People of your status, of course, right? Yes, yes. You still wanna... Of course, of course. Yes, yeah. no, there's there's just... Let the people know that. Yes, yeah.
4: so that's a whole conversation because people have actually been put in jail um, in different states, especially in the south. Where it's illegal in, in certain states. Still happening to people where someone can still say that, where someone can still say that um, a person gave me HIV and didn't tell me they had it before we had sex without any proof or anything of that mm. nature um and so there's a there was a lot happening um over the last couple years with someone i believe his name was michael i can't think of his last name but he basically was put into jail um because he had sex with um another male and the male said that he did not uh disclose that Mm -hmm. he had hiv and so this male contracted hiv um and so it was a whole legal lawsuit and it was really big just throughout the country and so i know here in nevada we even had laws on the books that were still so antiquated where we still were uh, basically criminalizing people. Still are. <laughs> still are criminalizing people um, for not disclosing. But it's one of those things where you don't know if the person's lying or not. It's hard to prove. You know, it's
5: one. It's the mm. only transmittable disease that's a felony. Yes. So any other disease, oh. it's a misdemeanor if you, oh, okay, you. knowing or knowingly transmit and that sort of thing. Got but why, the question is, like, why is it only hiv where it's a felony yeah right. and so we're trying to get laws uh changed in the next legislative session to where it would make it a misdemeanor just like the other but isn't diseases. it a
0: felony because it can kill
1: you well, it's a whereas other the other ones can't can you. and <laughs> exactly. that's
5: the misconception that oh. hiv is this horrible disease that well, right. needs to with and we just need to get the laws updated with the science and um uh, uh research that we have on hiv really destigmatize it because like we're saying earlier hiv isn't what we thought it was or what it actually was in the 80s but we still have laws on the book and a mindset of looking at hiv as this this death sentence from the 80s but Mm. it's not that anymore and so because we need to like destigmatize things and modernize our laws it helps to with people living with hiv it helps with people wanting to better get tested to find out that they get H if they have hiv um so then that decreases transmission if you know okay, so right now if you're running around doing your thing but not want to get tested because you're at the end of the day you're afraid because Samantha hiv Jones. is this thing then you're just right. like well i'm not going to get tested but if we know that we're living with it then that decreases our chances of transmitting and that's how we all are going to try to contain this outbreak. Well, you can get tested right. and or, know sorry, you have epidemic. it, but
1: that's not going to, I feel like that's not going to stop you from transmitting it because, mm. or passing it along because you may be in denial. And,
2: and there may, are all those
4: people that and, are and, like that. And
1: you may feel anger. Like, oh, if I have it, then this yeah. person should have it. This person, and there you know. are those people out there. Yeah. Right. I'm not saying right. that the, the majority is probably yeah. not like that. Yeah. But.
5: And that's why some of the laws aren't in the books around, you know, transmission and, and the intent and that sort of thing. But, um, I lost my train of thought. We do <laughs> it all the time.
1: Don't but worry about we
4: have it. To think all about it. the time. But we had to think about the reason why those laws were even put into place. So there's racism. Right. Yeah. There's structural racism that happens in public health, mm. and we don't talk about those things. If you are only criminalizing HIV, what's the real reasons behind that? Because it was a considered a gay, um, right. right? A gay disease back in the day, right? Right. So we want to punish a certain group of people, and we want to punish the people that are in impoverished. Living in certain populations, right? This is not the rich, right? We're not we're not right. putting them in jail um, because we think that this disease only affects a certain population of people. But mm. now that they're seeing that even the rich are are contracting HIV um, now. It, I mean,
1: they've been though too,
4: but it wasn't yes. as big and it wasn't as big as it was for other populations. Right, so right. now that's where we're able to have these conversations now about law and changing policy because now they're like, oh, it's affecting us too.
0: Oh. Everybody
5: was contracting <laughs> HIV regardless of their... don't matter. Socioeconomic it don't status. matter. No,
0: yeah, no. It's like
1: poverty. It affects right. us all.
0: Yeah. Everybody. Anybody who can be po yeah, but, but they don't.
1: Po. But like she was saying, you know, they don't care until... Oh, so that's, oh, right. oh, okay. <laughs> until it's happening to
0: you or somebody yeah. you love.
4: So as we can see, even with the opiate epidemic, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. They immediately went on. into yep. legislation for that. Yep, There's right. funds literally being yep. taken out of HIV to fund opiate addiction so really? it just tells you right there who's really being affected by certain diseases yeah. and what is the government really looking at as far as um what diseases are affecting who and why should we care and what's the priority so opiates mm-hmm. i mean even our nevada state attorney general went right into helping the opiates but we've been talking about hiv for 30 years right yep. so where's the money for that where's why the are money we fighting for the yeah because they had that. like
1: the, they had a special a couple years ago like on hbo about opiates because i think it was uh shit what was that oh no it was heroin but yeah over in um like on the like new england side whatever Mm -hmm. and it's you know all these white people right
0: (laughs) well right that's like how now montana is like the montana yeah montana is like the largest population of like meth oh
1: that's right okay and
0: that's all white people you know that's like farm that's like Ruralness, suburban, they whatever else to do. Well, right, and that—that's—that's really what it ends up coming down to.
1: But, but, but it's because of who it's affecting, right? And when you know that can end up in their families' lineage, it has. <laughs> then you know, then now they care. But the crack been around since shit, you know. right?
3: And I think it's also important, too, like you said, maybe not having else to do, but not having the access to the care, too. Like, if you're in America's Heartland or you're in mm-hmm, Montana and mm-hmm. stuff, are you going to be within a 50-mile radius to go see a doctor? You know Without somebody mean? finding
0: out Without in your sh- small town right. you know, Exactly. everybody okay, knows no. everybody's business.
1: Oh, everybody I know. Knows. I've lived in a yeah. small town. I know people in small towns, and the way they talk, that shit is crazy. Right. But damn, I definitely don't everybody everybody's know my- business. Hey, right. I don't want... Well, you yep. know, she bought some steaks at the grocery store. So yeah, yeah. A come <laughs> over. Exactly. exactly. Like, no. That kind of stuff. <laughs>
3: no. I know she got food stamps, girl. Where'd she get that money Exactly. <laughs> <for them> exactly. <laughs> exactly. No damn got well she had a government declined. job. <laughs> 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 exactly. <laughs> so, exactly.
0: So, yeah. So, there, those are the areas that probably need it the most. You know, the places that you're not necessarily thinking. And now, HIV is affecting so many people that, I mean... We need prevention and care everywhere. No, we All the, the big cities, the little cities, but the, um, because we're out here, it's, it's being spread, and now, yes, it, it's a better lifestyle, and we don't have to yeah, right. worry about, you know, the death sentence um, of it, but... But if you don't take care of yourself, of course. Yeah, and we're I mean, still... We still shouldn't be out here affecting each other without...
1: But the thing about, like, when you talk about small towns, too, is now you have, you know, from a sexual standpoint, you have a smaller sex circle... Mm. So now everybody's sleeping with everybody. So now it's going to be really like more rampant too, you know, so. But I have to say that condom use,
0: you know, it don't feel no better than it ever did. So somebody needs to come up with the condom that feels like the real thing. I know they all claim it. (laughs) They all claim it.
1: Like the thin. But it ain't the the same feeling. Anyway. I don't know what that feels like because I don't have a penis. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> no but for the vagina as well it's just different
5: okay so um there's fibby dumbs you can use as well oh yeah
0: and yeah. what i need to try that the female condoms oh because i don't even okay. see those in the store are they are they as readily available or no, are we just not I've seeing them because them. They're,
2: I,
4: believe, oh. Oh. I believe they're behind the counter Really? Um, i've never seen them in the store i get them from the gay and lesbian center or i get them from planned parenthood Um, But you have to ask for them. They don't just get them out, and they're not just readily available. Why? Because they cost more money than the regular condoms. Because they're actually... But the condom's already locked up anyway. But these female (laughs) condoms are like... So say, like, maybe a regular condom is like $0.35 to make. The female condom is like $2 to make.
1: I I understand that. But my point is that then now we don't know that... I've never known that they were behind the counter. Because the condoms are locked up anyway. So locking up and a there ain't no condoms. sign that
0: says female condoms right. at exactly. the pharmacy feel, right. exactly.
4: so, the fun. so that's why there's companies mm. like mine that go around and do health education there we go. There we go. <laughs> what the name subject? of this company is minority health consultants okay and we LLC. do see. <laughs> yes <laughs> yes yeah
0: and you guys do
4: we do public health education, education um trainings workshops uh things of that nature so i i basically partner with uh stakeholders such as Dignity Health, the Ooh, Southern Nevada okay. Health District Team Pregnancy Prevention Program. Big names, okay. Come yeah, on. so I basically partner with them, and I go and learn their curriculums. And then I go out to the community and teach those curriculums on the ground. Those are people that they usually can't reach, um, whether they um, because they have it's too much. You know, they usually only have four people working in those programs. They can't reach everybody in Las Vegas, so they subcontract with people like myself. Now, are you hmm. in schools anywhere? So, high schools, university? CCSD does not allow um Any outside entity to come in and talk about sexual health education. What? I,
1: I feel like we touched on that last time, but nothing's changed. <laughs> oh, no, right I now. never heard that. I mean, I guess that's
0: true because <laughs> I don't remember anybody ever coming in to school and like talking to us. It was always the health teacher.
1: Well, we did, uh, when I was in elementary school here mm-hmm. uh in the fifth grade, we yeah. did like a co ed sleepover yeah. in the mm-hmm. cafeteria. So, yeah. Oh. But they just talk more about like puberty getting yeah, your like getting hair stuff. under your arms, Yeah. And not sweating. so much really like, So they gave us like, you know, a pad and deodorant, not condoms or anything like that. And I know at that age we're like 10,
4: 11, but these kids, these kids. So when I was in the 10th grade, we did get sex health education and it was more about STDs and, and I don't even think they talked about HIV at all, but I was already pregnant. Mm. So it did not do any good because I needed that back in eighth grade. I need that back, you know. So but our mama should have been talking to you. Our our parents should have been talking to us <laughs> since uh, she just put our know? mother on blast. <laughs> love you, my mama, but um, love you but, mom. you, but you know what? I'm still the favorite.
0: She didn't, no, but she, <laughs> but she, her mother didn't. Not her, but, but our mother didn't get it from her mother <laughs> either. Didn't. Right. And her yeah, father. No you know point. what I'm saying? So it's it's a generational thing. That I mean, we it's have
1: to a, it's break an uncomfortable conversation. Absolutely. Uh.
3: No, and I think it's, that's a great point, too. You do have to talk about that with your kids. And lots of times the programs in school, they glaze over it. Glaze, glaze the okay. kids are giggling. And yes. Anyway. They're laughing. They don't know what it is. They don't know what syphilis is. It's feel no. like you have to be out there in the streets to get it. Right. And, they, and they're like, well, I'm just here, and I'm just doing whatever. But it only takes one person to spread it on. So they don't get that part either. So it's interesting. Even when I used to live in Louisiana, which is also part of the Bible Belt, I used to live in Monroe. So that population okay. is about about 100,000 people. And it's not too far from New Orleans. like, Maybe three and a half, four and a half hours away and stuff. And uh, (laughs) (laughs) I had one friend that was in residency there. And he told me that a lot of the people. The younger kids wanted to keep their virginity, so they were doing anal sex and they were getting or, gonorrhea. Oral. Right, and mm-hmm. they were getting in and their anal. That
0: kind of information was, exactly. They were using it.
3: They 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 were they were t- they were taught abstinence because it's a very heavy and <laughs> right. evangelistic type of town. Right, very which religious. Does, and... Yes, and no shade to anyone's religion no, at all. No, 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 but no, no. you know that kind of they controlled a lot of the information that was being given. Absolutely. Student, so. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <sighs> Y'all let's, might need to go on tour to the south. For let's real.
4: talk about this abstinence. So oh, okay. a lot of people don't know that there was um, when President Trump was elected and put into office a year later, um, the teen pregnancy prevention program at the Southern Nevada Health District and all across the country, all 50 programs were canceled because they teach prevention wow. and treatment and not abstinence per se. Uh, and so there was a huge lawsuit that happened. Basically all of the programs in the country sued personally the the white house um to get their money back so i was i sit on the teen pregnancy prevention um uh, advisory board and we basically were put on hold for six months because they were in lawsuit
3: trying mm. to get money
4: back for their program so they were giving grants for like five years and at that time that they sued or the time that it was cut down we were on like year two and a half and so they still had m- more years yeah. So basically they were suing for the fact that hey we still have like three more years on this grant a lot of people don't know that was happening of course i follow a lot of Um, different organizations on Twitter, and so that's how and we get updated um, through the the, um, advisory board, but a lot of people didn't know that that was going on. And so now they may not be able to apply for that same grant. So now we're on year five, and that grant is ending June 30th. Mm. We don't know what's going to happen, whether prevention is going to come back or if they're going to refund all of that money back or if it's just going to be abstinence-based. What was happening at the time is the White House said, we don't want to teach prevention, we want to teach abstinence. We all know, especially Andre, uh, Renee, and I, working in public health, seeing the numbers. I have the stats here for chlamydia and gonorrhea right here in Clark, in Clark County, and they're extremely high. We all know abstinence does not work. Right. You can it's not talk realistic. about abstinence all you want. That's perfect for those that are going to stay abstinent, but there's always going to be that crowd that's not. And so we have to pre- we have to do prevention. We have to bring that information out.
1: And I think a lot of times I just feel like it's just vaginal sex too. Yeah. So like right. anal, oral. Which is understand. still, I, I still don't understand why we ain't giving
0: condoms out in school.
1: like, Because they see it as a promotion. And, and I, I, I understand,
0: yeah, that's but why. isn't isn't having tampons in school promoting, like, periods? I don't know. Like, <laughs> we're going to have, it's going to happen. So why don't we prepare for when it does rather than just not having it around because for they when, say, we, sweep when it, under it the rug actually happens.
1: Turn, you know, turn to the other cheek. It's not, it's not right. going to happen right to them, you know, but. Oh, do you remember when I feel Ooh-wee. like when Sarah Palin was running for office? Didn't she have like a like a young child, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. they always said that that was really her grandchild. It probably was and because that the, she was the daughter got pregnant, and that she was promoting. Yeah, she was saying that that was you know, yeah. But that's Bristol this, Palin. That's what they. Do. Yeah,
5: because one thing that we don't talk about with our young people, which then means that as adults we don't have these skills. It's just the negotiation around sex, so and having conversations around sex. So if I'm with someone and I want to talk about what I like or what they like, we don't know how to have those conversations. Nope. Or, you know, the no means no. Or how do you say, like, well, I want you to use the condom. And that person's like, well, I don't I'm want not going to. to. Like, yeah. How do you have the conversation around it? Um, and then if you have these sort of skills to be able to have the conversation, because we're talking about sex more Freely, and not even like a, you know, 1960s kind of like free love kind of way, but (laughs) just in a way that, you know, it's something that's going to happen, being able to negotiate around it. We could have um, less chances of being infected with any sort of disease um, or communicable disease or STI, STD, or hopefully decreasing pregnancies just because we're talking about these things. So there's like this middle ground of like abstinence and just, learning about what happens when you put a penis inside a of vagina. Mm-hmm. You know, there, what about the conversation? Right.
1: Yeah. There's a lot of conversations. Cause then I would have had. to say, okay, so if that's for the heterosexuals. Right. Mm-hmm. So then for kids who feel like, you know, they may be gay growing up, like mm-hmm. where's the education on that?
5: It's zero. I, exactly. I'm like, I know. Zero. Right, zero. Cause then
1: that's also promotion and right.
5: Yeah. Right. So, you know, there's places that are trying to get, um, LGBTQ information and in curriculums around oh. people, historical figures, um, figures in social studies, so you can start seeing people who are identified as gay, bisexual, trans, whatever, mm-hmm. from a historical and political perspective in schools. Okay. So well,
1: that's more acceptable.
5: So it's more acceptable. Okay. Um, but because part. we just, we see um, gay people and trans people as like, othered and there's something wrong and all that that's really hard to uh, come across because we talk about it in our community all the time like there's no you know playbook as to how you form relationships and having sex with your you know if if you're two guys or two women Mm -hmm. because we're not doing it as male and female right so we're definitely not having these conversations and like to your point yeah it's just it's even worse for for us
0: amen and that brings up another point of just the the media culture awareness of hiv and how it's been kind of you know kind of shunned from television you know we have our movies we have rent we have philadelphia
1: we have yeah but even with philadelphia
0: you know There's some other ones out there. Even
1: with Philadelphia, it was so, it was negative. You're trying
2: to
1: be. Sorry, sorry. You can drink the wine. All right. You can drink (laughs) the wine. Okay. All right. Yeah, go ahead. It it was portrayed in such a negative light.
0: Yes, portrayed in such a negative light. Right in that movie. And and both these people got very sick, ill, and passed away. And um, so actually, there's this Canadian nonprofit called Casey's House. That they actually have been doing, like, because from their perspective, in the 80s and the 90s, whenever there was, like, an episode of, like, 21 Jump Street or In the Heat of the Night, whatever. Um,
2: in the Heat if, of the Night.
0: If they were going <laughs> <laughs> to, look, even Family Matters, y'all, if they were going to talk about something serious, it was, like, special episode and yeah. the, the music changes and yeah. everything, you know, like, like you don't even dark, see the opening nominous. credits or the opening credits had this somber song yeah. up against them or whatever and um when they're about to talk about racism or child abuse or rape or something so this canadian nonprofit actually re-edited and redubbed an episode of friends now y'all i know y'all like friends i know you are <laughs> <laughs> and an episode of the office um and actually like just edited it together and redubbed um some of the words to basically the episode of friends is The episode where um, Chandler kisses Joey's girlfriend, they redubbed it and basically Chandler is actually getting informed that he has HIV and he has to tell all his friends and then Joey's not there at the time, but they have to tell Joey because Joey's his roommate and they end up telling Joey and Joey's very ignorant about how you get AIDS and how it's contracted and ends up moving out and getting upset and being like don't touch anything don't touch me and it was just very poignant i showed this to vic and Anne and andre before the show what you guys think about that because i felt like it was very accurate as to how people react to it when they get it maybe not maybe not the react we didn't get chandler's reaction to it but telling people Telling your close friends and then telling your closest friend who's not the smartest and not necessarily the most up-to-date on facts and figures and things like that. And, um, yeah, what do you guys think about that? Do you feel like it was,
5: like, accurate or good? Well, when you first told us about it, Mm -hmm. I was like, I don't want to watch this bootleg. (laughs) Right, 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 right. But you started showing it, and I was like, oh, this is really good. Mm-hmm. You know, the editing and all that. But aside yeah. from that, just the way they had it um, played out in the script was, like, fascinating. So, yeah. I think it was, it's great. Like, it's that's an alternate universe, but it's like,
0: this could, this could have easily, easily. been easily. a yeah. show where we had a HIV-positive character, you know, and we had we had to walk through the rest of the show with him as an hiv positive character like who he dates who he marries like he marries monica and they are trying to have a baby and that that was another thing that this whole thing got a backlash okay warner brothers came to casey house and was like you can take this down first of all this is copyright laws that you're breaking but they also did give them the
1: tools that they needed to like actually do it the right way Mm mm-hmm Um, I'm so I'm very surprised.
4: but I'm glad that they did do that. I liked it. Uh, I liked it for the simple fact that you said. So I've been in conversations with like people like Walgreens and different HIV organizations here in Las Vegas about media Mm -hmm. over the last couple of years. We've actually sat down and had roundtable discussions about there are no signs like there are for other things. Right. Right. Not in Las Vegas. Right. L.A. is very woke. Mm-hmm. LA, you can go drive down the street and you see a gonorrhea sign, come get tested. Right. Mm-hmm. You see a syphilis sign. They talk about HIV very openly. So it's just a different culture. Um, Vegas just is just very quiet about everything that happens here, including homelessness, right? A lot of people mm. think they come to Vegas and, oh, it's just lights and glitter. Yeah. There's and people who are homeless here. Yeah. So we're just a very closed off city, which we're trying to, that's why we bring this awareness because we're trying to bring all of this information out. But uh, media is the same exact way. So I was really happy with Chanda Rhimes when she came out with um, how to get, away to get away with murder. And she was talking about LGBTQ issues. Mm-hmm. She talks about race issues. She mm-hmm. talks about discrimination. But she also brought up HIV. And there were two uh, gay guys that were in a relationship on um, in the episode. And they were talking about going to get tested. And I really appreciated that. And anytime yes. I see things like that, I always video record it. And I... Post it on Instagram and uh, Facebook and all these things just to kind of bring awareness to other people like, hey, guys, this is an episode you probably need to watch because it's going to bring some information to you because people don't like to listen to like regular folk like me. So if you're right. going to watch TV, at least see it on here. But we're not seeing it enough. Exactly. We're not seeing it enough. And the biggest problem. part
0: of this episode of Friends, they actually call it losing friends because that's more what it is, um, is that it's not about the diagnosis, but it's rather Joey's refusal to support or live with somebody for fear of infection. And the end of the clips, both say like how we treat HIV has come a long way, but how we treat people with HIV has not because we still shun these people and make them feel as if they are on the outside of something.
1: But so you know what, this is the thing I feel like, and this is for me personally, like, i've taken care of people who have you know who have hiv mm-hmm. um but that's just because they know so then they re- they'll tell us so you know you I, I feel like you should just treat them like any
4: other person and you're a nurse right
1: yeah so yeah. it's just like <clears throat> just because i may be taking care of somebody who does not know that they have it you know doesn't mean that i shouldn't maybe like mm-hmm. tame the, take the same precautions like I just... Exactly. You should always. Because you, you just, just never say, you just, it's not even just, just HIV, just with yeah. any anything. Thing. People are just people are dirty. People don't wash their hands. Yep. There's uh, so many other things out there just besides right HIV, mm-hmm. you know what like I mean? The coronavirus so. right now.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> Man, there, people and are, and there, are dying. There, people there, are stuck on a, cruise ships in the middle right. of the ocean.
1: But there's yeah. a mild version. Like coronavirus is actually pretty like uh common. Mm-hmm. But not not the like Wuhan version
2: not that one oh <laughs> no there's like oh okay. yeah not that
4: strange like, i didn't know yeah no so like cause even the same the, thing the doctor said the doctor that passed that died yeah um he actually said he was warning people that they should be putting gloves and everything on when when treating the people that were coming into the hospital but yeah. because they didn't know how dangerous it was dangerous yeah. it was including himself that's how he contracted yeah. the co- coronavirus and he ended up passing but that's just with it. Oh so you God. should just be I cautious just in general person? Period. Right. There are some old
1: school nurses who, that's what it's called universal precaution. Right. That's a medical term. But they, they will, like, when you're touching, like when you're trying to fill a vein to insert an IV, Mm -hmm. you know, there's blood involved in that, needles and and things like that. Like, so they, they feel better without the glove being on. I mean, but that's, that's like an old school way of thinking. So that's, I, I personally, I can't do that. You know, I don't want to touch another person that, right. I don't know, you know, like that without a glove. Yes.
0: And so the purpose of this campaign that uh, Casey House was doing was to take stock and consider like what if the TV shows that created this big like the cultural zeitgeist um, of the time could have helped improve the lives of people living with HIV like today. Yeah. You know, if we had grown up in the 80s and 90s seeing HIV positive characters and gay characters. We probably would have a lot more sensitivity to it now because we we would equate that with our favorite character. Like, how many people love fucking Chandler? Like, you know what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. So,
1: I never I really, love Chandler. I never really got into friends.
2: Right. I'm yeah. just
0: saying, though, even The Office, The Office, the the episode Living Single on my I was gonna mine. say we'll oh, Living okay. Single, right. man. The <laughs> episode of The Office I mean, that they do, the episode <laughs> of The Office that they do is when Oscar it's that sensitivity gain a sensitivity episode where Michael finds out that Oscar's gay and. It's just so inappropriate about it I and tries to show, kiss him and everything but it, it, it really is hilarious but at the same time you're just like because that's see? true but it's
1: true that's well, right exactly it's funny because it's true are. yeah
0: so
5: i want to say a little anecdote yes so i went to coachella uh, about three years ago Bay- right? oh not betella <laughs> that wasn't <in> betella <clears throat> i didn't go that year <laughs> that's, another, that's another conversation <laughs> uh, but so i was working at the center we had these um we called them mr friendly t-shirts there was this campaign to destigmatize yes. hiv and had like this uh really interesting like smiley face on it
0: Yes. oh like <clears throat> like a, like a different me. kind of smiley face
5: it was like a smiley face with a plus and a negative sign oh, okay. at the oh. eyes okay and oh. so and even had one that was made out of, like golden girls and all that oh, but okay i didn't have God. that one on.
2: yes but That's it was
5: something that you would look at and you'd be like oh what is that so mm-hmm. i'm at coachella i'm wearing the the shirt And so doing my thing, you know, you always want to be fashionable. You always want to be looked at. And Mm -hmm. so that it works. So I'm in line at a concession stand (laughs) and this couple is like, oh, wow. Like, that's a really cool shirt. Like, what is it? I was like, oh, let me tell you. (laughs) It's a Mr. Friendly shirt. It's around HIV awareness. Yeah. When I told them that, they bowed their heads. And turned away Shut and was up. like out of here. Like they did not want to hear anything kidding? about HIV and awareness. See, That's what I'm saying. People t-shirt. think it's like you
0: killing my vibe. You killing my buzz. That's exactly talking about what it this. Was. That's exactly I'm at Coachella. What it was. I don't want to hear about HIV. Meanwhile, somebody's contracting it right now in the bathroom what? in the porta potty
3: you'd be surprised because i know like some of the people i used to do an internship with the Mm -hmm. health district when i was completing my capstone project and (laughs) yeah one of the ladies i talked to she said they give out more prep during the electric daisy carnival than any time of the year yes and you
0: were the one that told me about the the dudes that came into the health district you know after being here for a whole weekend and they were with the prosties and they come in Mm -hmm. itching and stuff and To them, they're just like, well, we don't know why we're itching. Meanwhile, they all like ran a train on some prosty, and they can't leave. They've come in to like get treatment and they can't leave the state with a contagious, infectious disease or whatever. And it just shows that people come here and don't even use condoms. Don't care. Don't want to. It's like everything that happens here stays here, which I think that phrase is changing. Like whatever happens here. It definitely only happens here. Here. only happens here. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm it like, is. Like it, it needs to change. <laughs> it needs to change. I, like I really only think that.
4: Here. I really think that slogan really did something detrimental to Las detrimental. Vegas because people literally. I worked at the health district in the Southern Nevada um, Health District's uh, Sexual Health Clinic, and the things that I saw in those two years that I worked there. We had kids coming in by themselves, which they are allowed at the age of twelve um, to oh, come into the health district, okay. get birth control, get, get um, tested, get whatever. No, y'all hear that? Um, and then we had. I just got to see a myriad of people trans, um mm-hmm. people that were cheating on their wives or husbands, um mm-hmm. people that had grand trains on people and so this particular incident that my sister's talking about that I share with her was and it wasn't, you know, sharing any confidential information, it was just a story in general, but it was oh my gosh this is really happening and we really need to be careful out here because people are really coming here with the mindset of what goes on here really does stay here or whatever the case is and so they came here like we're gonna party Vegas is all mm-hmm. about you can do whatever you want to do we can smoke we can you know do drugs all these things and we can go have sex with prostitutes and go back home like nothing happened so these five particular guys were from a different state and they basically came in they were just like and I just remember being at the front front desk and they were just like yo and it was just like five of them so I'm like hey what's up you know you know, all kind of rowdy and they were like oh so we got to tell you something. So they got really close to the window and they told me that um, we ran this train on this girl last night. Mm. And I think she had something because all of us are itching except for him. And so I was just like, okay, so your face has to stay clear, you know, like very straight yeah. and you can't judge and all these oh, no, things. I so I had to that. give each one of them the assessment papers that we needed. And I went back and told the doctor, you're about to have five people. <laughs> um, <laughs> and they ran a train on someone and she was just like, here we go. So no. it was, and I said, well, why doesn't that guy have, and he came up to the window, and he was like, because I didn't participate. And that's I was him. just like, "Good for you." Mm. <laughs> but it was just that. But imagine that was just one story out of, one in the two story. years that I worked there. Yeah, imagine how don't many more stories happen. Exactly.
0: People just go home and sleep with their
4: wives like they did now, you, four, four days before wrong, that. Wrong, you but you know the know thing is, hit. with you public you health, you're not supposed to cross there. straight mm-hmm. uh, state lines without being treated yeah. for something. So because we knew about it, we couldn't just let them leave. Yeah. And because there were other people in the clinic that day, we had to treat them as fast as possible because they had a, a plan to catch at five. Um, and so right, it was very interesting. A lot of people were mad, but we couldn't <laughs> let them leave because that's a public yeah. health issue because yeah. now you're taking one disease to another state um, and possibly infecting like your wife and all these other people or whatever. Um, and so we mm. don't know if they're going to go home and get, you know, go to the doctor's office or not.
1: And, this doesn't make me want to go back to school. I just. Gotta me it. too, right? It really, it really does. So,
0: apparently, 65 million North Americans feel that their friends and relatives and coworkers would shun them if they were HIV positive. Mm-hmm. And 40 million of them said they would rather just not know.
1: Just mm-hmm. not know? Yeah, just
0: not know. Because the more you know, then you got to do something about the it. You got to make a plan. You got to pray. You got to go to church. You got to do all the things your mama wants you to do and you ain't going to do. So, <clears throat> that's another upsetting statistic.
3: I think it's definitely true. Because I was in a TB clinic. A uh-huh. lot of people that came in that were the new HIV cases came from jail and prison. Oh. Yeah. So, they didn't know until they got tested. Because it's mandatory. Uh, oh, to get out? Uh, Just to be in there. Part of them doing everything. It,
0: oh, they didn't know. And then they got... They had to get tested going into prison.
3: Yes, yeah, so a lot of them are oh. drug users, um, IV drug users, Damn, stuff so like that. So then you that. find out,
0: and you're in prison.
3: Yeah, and you're in prison. So you don't, you don't know, and you might be on methamphetamines. Oh. You might have been smoking it at one time. You might have been doing something different, and you're like, okay, I need to get this drug quicker in my system because eventually, you can only get so high. So you're gonna start, you know, you're gonna start injecting mm. it. But they didn't know. You know, so you hear all types of things and mm. you know all types of stories, and you'll hear people say, "Well I was on drugs, and I thought someone right. looked clean, so I decided to share a needle. You
0: let's know? talk about that, yeah, <laughs> let's looking clean,
3: yeah. let's talk about yeah. that.
0: I don't know what to say because <laughs> I understand what that means, but
1: I don't understand. We can't, we can't, we can't,
0: we can't live like this, people. It's what do you stigma. say about this? You've under- all, you have all <laughs> been around somebody who you thought was clean and wasn't, or you thought would w- wash their hands and you were standing next to the door and they didn't. There's
4: always
1: yep.
4: somebody. Yep. I think what we need to realize is that, oh you know, you could take showers, <laughs> you could clean, you could do your hair, you can put lipstick on, you could do all these things or whatever. No one knows what's going on inside of your body. Right. And because HIV um now is suppressed with medicine. You really are not ever going to know, and because, mm. like I said, working at that that clinic really taught me and showed me to stop looking at people's outside appearance. Yeah. Because the most beautiful, glamorous looking people is. would walk in, and I would be like, and then I would look at what they had, and I'd just be like, what? Right. But it taught me because I was young, so I, I had to, mm-hmm. you know, learn from this. Stop looking at people from
1: the yep. outside. I mean, um, because who, I think that, that's uh, not the thing, that's just the stigma of HIV, because you, yeah. you just think that, and that's why I'm saying, it's not even just, it's just not even HIV, it's just with everything, like, anything, just, it could be anything, it's anything, anything. Yeah. it's anything, it's like Pamela like, Anderson
0: Lee, yeah.
1: oh, the hepatitis, well,
0: she got hepatitis
1: A, B, and C, hmm. well,
0: you can track those, like, A is through food, I thought, either way, she got all three, really, right? and I'm just, just saying, C. that she was still Pamela Anderson Lee, right. yeah, did nobody say nothing, did nobody... Well, maybe she did stop working after people knew, but right. at that point she was washed up and it didn't matter. So, oh. you what know, like, like Charlie Sheen? Sheen. There you go, Magic Johnson. Magic Johnson still look good, mm-hmm. but Charlie Sheen was still out here in these Dude, streets. But
1: um, I was I was maybe. watching a, a video earlier, and it's more so talking about like black women and how they're affected mm-hmm. by HIV. Yes, Let's talk and about so it. what this doctor was saying, who was also also a black woman she was saying that um, a lot of times that we don't get tested because we don't fit the bill of like the stigma of what we expect someone with HIV to look like. You expect them to look sickly and you know, things like that. Look, Yeah, look like Tom
0: Hanks in fucking Philadelphia. Right. Everybody don't like, look like they that.
1: They have the flu or you know, they look like they've lost all their weight, things like that. Um, so she was saying that it's not because you didn't make the right choices but because you allowed the story to stop you from getting tested. Mm. Yeah,
4: Yeah. that's a real thing
0: well we talked about Samantha Jones on Sex in the City and how she was obviously promiscuous and
1: didn't want to go when it was time she needed to go because she knew she had been promiscuous and she was scared of she knew it what the consequences would be of her you know her actions and to be honest I think that is one of the shows that did kind of um, it did
0: promote safe sex like there were condoms on that show yes um that's your thing
1: about TV. you know you're like i never see a fucking i get condom. very upset about yeah, that but samantha <laughs> I don't always like that.
4: samantha always carried she always carried i was them. a very big fan of sex in the city i wanted to come back yeah but yeah. <laughs> um not, she it always won't. carried condoms it's not, it's not she anymore. always <laughs> i know they're all mad at each yeah. other or whatever but they she always carried condoms anytime she had sex you always saw her like pulling it out being Pull sexy it out. with it or whatever so i think they were a very big fan of safe sex and I was really excited to see that um, that show where she did talk about HIV. I actually recorded it. I still have it in my videos mm-hmm. um, because to me, it was just like, wow, my favorite show. But they're also being very um, prevention minded. Yeah. And so, yes, she was out there. Everybody knows Samantha was a hoe. Everybody knows. <laughs> but she was a safe hoe. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I, I actually do get very upset about that because even like our favorite show, Insecure, you know, there's a lot of sex going on and I don't see nobody pulling out no condoms. And it's like I
1: think for, on the television, you don't think that it's. Because it kills, like, the spontaneity, maybe. But that's See, real life. But that's that, real life. That is real yeah, life. it's real life.
5: But that's, that's even, it. like, that spontaneity thing gets men who have sex with men who don't necessarily identify as gay. Mm-hmm. Like, they Down won't low. stop and grab a condom because mm-hmm. it takes away from the spontaneity of it all. Because that means that they've actually thought, thought about it, and they're they are doing. Gay.
2: And
0: made a plan made about a plan. it.
5: Right, right. These, you know, quote-unquote... Downloads, yeah, very two thousand term. But what's it now? What's the twenty twenty term? What's it
1: called?
5: Men who have sex with men. Oh,
4: okay, okay.
5: I mean, but that's even antiquated at this point. Yeah, that's very antiquated. I don't know what we call them. I think we just call them. Used to be wilding out. Oh, come on. (laughs) We don't like that word. (laughs) We don't like that word. No, no.
0: See, and that's the thing too. You call that dude gay if you if you if you found out if you called him gay i mean he'd probably fight you
5: because just because you have just because a guy has sex with another guy this gonna be very controversial what i uh-oh, say uh-oh, but i'm gonna say uh-oh, it uh-oh, anyway uh-oh, uh-oh. it doesn't mean that you're gay like you don't identify as gay you know but then that goes back to these men who are having sex with other men who don't identify with gay and they otherwise have girlfriends or wives okay and then if they're not having safe sex with their with their male partner, right, and then they're not having safe sex when they're with their wife, because you know, because you can't go back to your wife that. and be
0: like, "I'm gonna use a condom tonight," because right. I don't feel like I'm right. safe when right. I
5: was
1: out. <laughs> what? And
5: so these, What's you mean? know, that's one of many ways that these straight women are um, contracting these uh, sexual exactly. Uh, exactly. STIs, STDs, or HIV. You know, just one way, but it's this larger conversation that we need to have around. Not only destigmatizing um, HIV, but destigmatizing what it means to be gay or lesbian and what all it means to be or be bisexual. Lesbian, bisexual. Exactly. You know, because you have a lot of people that will you know, nobody wants to be gay, right? Because why would you want to admit that you're gay if you actually are? Because you I mean, are gonna be harassed, you're gonna yeah. be discriminated against. You have people make fun of you, you become a butt of jokes because people think that's an easy like dig. So why would you want to be right. gay? So, well, I'm not going to identify as gay, but I'm still going to do homosexual, engage in homosexual yeah. behavior. Yeah. But it's because of this um, guys doing these things in the dark and feeling ostracized um, for otherwise who they are um, mm. that we have these things like HIV being rampant because safe sex isn't happening. Right. And so it's like this thing that's like, like a it snowball, a, a snowball, yeah. yeah. Affects all these other decisions that people are making around identity, because at the end of the day, you have large society who's out there, you know, talking shit about you, discriminating against you, and right. you know, all praying that kind of for stuff. you. Praying I was just for about you. to say because in stuff.
0: in the southern
4: part of the country,
0: um, you know, there's a lot of religion, mm-hmm. and people are very they identify with their religion. People are very wrapped up in the Lord and what it means to be a child of God and a Praise Christian them. woman and man and they really can't bring themselves to admit that they're gay even if they never have sex with a man even if they've never even venture in that direction like they can't even admit it to themselves because they know that that means I gotta admit it to this person even though you really don't
4: but they feel like they
0: do they feel like they would be lying to everybody and they would rather just lie to themselves than I mean but you still
4: so, so, I, I can't is, say anything. This is, is one of the that, reasons honestly. why we're doing this <laughs> HIV event. So, I've been doing HIV, I've been in HIV, working in, the, in this field for eight years. Um, mm-hmm. HIV, particularly, probably about the last five, six years. Um, The reason why we're doing this event and having a roundtable-type discussion is because I was doing uh, public health events like fairs. And what I noticed is that we did these four years of fairs, and people are coming, we're entertaining them, we're bringing rappers and po- uh, poets and all these people or whatever so we're entertaining people and we're feeding them mm-hmm. but people were coming out not still educated. So mm-hmm. we would ask, you know, pre and post questions and they could not tell us what they learned about HIV even though speakers were up on the stage because they were so in entertainment right. uh, mindset. So what Gianna Renee, sorry, <laughs> and I decided to <laughs> do um was go ahead and like let's do a round table discussion because we need to actually know that people left educated. And because um women are being affected black women are being affected so at such high rates with hiv because of this dl msm all this stuff is going on with men um not being able to admit that they are having sex with other men um they're bringing it back home to their wives they're bringing it back home to their girlfriends baby mamas whatever they are and so we need to be able to just uh, educate our people and so black women's health does matter because we're going to make it matter yeah
1: I have, a, I have a stat yes. from uh, 2016, but it's from the CDC, but it was saying that um, six out of 10 new HIV infections among women, six out of 10 of those were black women. Oh. That's more than half. Six out of 10? Yeah, six out of 10. Wow. Wow.
4: So, I have the latest stats from. Um,
1: Let's go. Let's go. Thank you, from- go. <laughs> Thank you no.
2: for your 2016. Give them to me. Okay. I have them. <laughs> okay.
4: Because it takes them a long time to get all yes. these reports. Yeah, yeah, it,
2: does. it does. No, it does that's real. We did
4: in February
1: 2020.
2: <laughs> no, yeah. that's
1: real. So, stats are
4: always about a year behind. So, I worked in the Office of Public Health um, here in Nevada, and we were always about a year behind. So, it does take a year because you have to get information from the doctor's offices, clinics, hospitals, all these, right. and you okay. have to, to know. put it all together. So, um, the latest stats that we do have is 2018. Um, in Clark County, there were 457 people were newly diagnosed with HIV. Um, so 10,341 people were living with HIV in Clark County. Um, and that's about seven in eight um, were males. And then the CDC estimates that one in seven people with HIV are unaware of their infection. And then to talk about the black population, one there are, are only one in 10 people living in Clark County that are black. So we have to consider that. Yeah, oh, there's okay. not a lot of black that's people the, living here to begin, with, to begin with, but our rates are one in three. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. So when you have a small population yeah, of people and one out of three of those people have HIV, that's huge. I'm celibate. Relationship. <laughs> I'm celibate. <laughs> Abstinent from this point on. Um,
1: um, wow. So, let, can we talk really super quick about super pre, quick. Uh, pre-exposure prophylaxis? P- prophylaxis. So is the, I said it wrong again. Okay, uh, is this covered by insurance? Like, where can people get it? Do you have to you you have to ask a doctor because it seems like they're not really promoting. Same with prep. Tell us That's, that is prep. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. sorry. Uh,
5: yeah. So prep is what you take before you have uh, engaged in sex, and then PEP is um, if you think you were exposed to it. Um, it's what you would take uh, within so what, post is it, exposure. Post exposure, okay. right? Uh, within forty eight hours of uh, possible exposure. And so, uh, insurance, uh, well, it depends on where you live and what insurance you have. Um, insurance can cover it. Um, sometimes I believe Medicaid can cover it depending on the state that you're in, but by and large, um, the insurance may cover it, but you may have to pay out of pocket a lot of money. Uh, you can go to some of these, uh, pharmaceutical companies like Gilead, um, that will, um, give you free medication or, okay. um, on a sliding scale. And so it's all kind of, um, depends on if you have, uh, insurance or not in the type, but what we're trying to do, um, throughout the U S we love to do it, um, at a federal level, but right now we're just doing it state by state, um, where we're trying to get it to where, um, medicaid will cover or that it requires states that are doing businesses within different states will make sure that they um have prep coverage because also a lot of uh doctors don't know about it um
2: oh really yeah yes
5: um a lot of pharmacists don't necessarily know about it and so you would then have a lot of community providers uh like community-based organizations that may be promoting it but they themselves may not know that much about it so there's this huge vacuum of information where people just don't know about prep and it's this way to decrease the transmission because it's about 99 percent effective only for hiv take it daily taking daily, daily, daily. only daily. for hiv okay still need to wear a condom because if you uh uh you know you still get gunnery yep. and all yep. of that yep. stuff right <laughs> yeah. all yeah. that stuff okay um but it's
0: not preventing any other no. just hiv just hiv, just HIV. Okay. um
5: well,
0: say, well
1: if the doctors don't know about it then
0: exactly um
5: wow that's tough but that's we tough. just have to get the information out so yeah. the fact that you all are having this conversation today on yeah. your show is commendable so i really want to thank, well, thank, yeah. thank you thank you thank you guys for coming alisa and uh, for yeah, the lifestyle for for doing love. the work that they're doing because it's just it's important that we just educate folks as much as possible have these regular conversations regular. to destigmatize it and do the work we need to do to make sure people are tested
4: Alright guys,
5: thank you we'll so much. We'll be back much. next year. Yep. Why,
0: why, I gotta,
2: be me, year? Yeah, why I gotta be next year? Yeah, <laughs> <Tell laughs> why gotta be next year? Tell us where we can
0: find you if you want to be found.
4: So I'm on Instagram as one Alisa Howard and on um, Twitter as one Alisa Howard or you can go to minorityhealthconsultants.com mm-hmm.
5: I am on Twitter as androidnation A-N-D-R-E-O-I-D underscore nation or uh, on Instagram as um android in vegas mm-hmm. and then on facebook as my regular name <laughs>
0: andre, andre wade. wade
5: yeah with an accent mark over the e at Andre. Oui, oui. goo <laughs> andre
3: I'm on Instagram and I actually had to look that up because I was like, "Oh, what is Same. my it's like name?" I just don't know her hers either. <laughs> <laughs> so it's Renee Fine. It's just Renee, R-E-N-E-E, and then Fine, F-Y-N-E. And then also on Facebook, and it's Renee Love. I don't always put my last name because I do work with incarcerated populations. That's okay. so Sometimes they like to be extra friendly, yep. which is not a bad it's thing. Fine. But I just, you know, you no, know, I try it. to keep it, you know. Okay. Kwan's been giving us the
1: wrap it up music
3: for
2: a while so we got
0: to go (laughs) you can follow us on Lifestyle of Love underscore on Facebook and Instagram if you guys want to see that episode of The Office or Friends go to adweek.com I'm going to post it so come back next week for online dating part 2 bye love you guys